Howdy, this is Jonathan. Hi, this is Anna. And this is Life Unedited with, with the, the Russells. Oh, we almost got it. Working on it. <laughs> Today is October 13th. Halloween Ends is uh, streaming now. But that's after this. Um, it has been a hot little minute since we've done this. We've uh, had a hell of a two weeks. That's putting it lightly. But yes, it has been pretty hellacious. Jeez, Louise. Let's just go back to our technology and how technology is stupid. 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 Except for when it works. Except for when it works. It's great. <laughs> just a small recap. I work from home. I require decent internet to work. I mean... Not even decent. You need five <laughs> upload speed. I'm gonna call that less than decent. And I we need can't bare even, minimum. We can't even get that shit. We need cardboard <laughs> speeds out here, and we can't get it. Oh, so it's been a week of well, two weeks of driving to work, not working, going negative into my hours, mm. um, having texts come in and out of my house. For the internet. For my internet. Not for the day drinking. Stop. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, that kind of took a little of a precedent over... Everything. Everything. Because then, after that, you got your normal motherly duties. And yeah. then you have three rambunctious kids who are full of energy with an acre of land and choose not to go outside and run. <laughs> and then you have kids who... Or herds and wait until they can't take the pain to yeah. record it. They're crawling in, on their belly through the hallway. <laughs> I can't walk anymore. It's been like this for months. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good wrap, wrap that all up. Put a bow on it. Hopefully we're at the end of it. You know what? We are. We got we to gotta change the outlook. <laughs> we are at the fucking end of it. Because upload speeds were high and mighty today. Well, oh, knock on wood. You know, U-Haul box and mighty. It's, it's getting there. Yeah, it's yeah. been fun. It has been. But I guess that brings us into what we've been wanting to talk about for two weeks now. Right. The freaking... Pres no, that's another podcast. Not on this podcast. <laughs> Not ever. They're always listening. Um, so I had come across something called karmic debt on karmic debt on TikTok, and I had never heard of it, but I'm big into astrology, I... weird stuff like. That. She moves her head. Oh, well, I don't know how to say it without people thinking like, who cares? She's into voodoo shit or something. You're not saying you're fucking Wiccan or black magic or none of that shit. You're just saying, hey, the fucking stars align. I believe it. Well, I mean, I think it's more than a star alignment for me. Like, I believe into things that people, normal people, won't believe in. I'm just saying. I mean, so don't even worry about it. Strut your shit. Um. Anyways. Caught my attention because I've always, and you can back me up, I've always said, like, karma is a thing. What you put out is what you get back, regardless of if it's instant, 10 years from now, two minutes. Like, what you put out to the world is what you get back. I'm a firm believer on that. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree at this point in time. I think you've had multiple instances where you're like... Yeah, it's like, fuck, she was right. She's really opened my eyes. Damn it. Fucking, I'm in debt with karma. And so when I read on to the karmic debt, I was like, whoa, this... I mean, my debt thing aligned to, I guess, how I... It made sense. It made sense. There you go. It made sense. And I think yours kind of made sense too. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess sometimes you kind of block out the bad because it's just like it was that bad. You don't want to remember it. But then you kind of have these deja vu moments where you're like, fuck, I've been through this before. And then it's like, oh, light bulb. Um. So anyways, I we thought we'd make this into like a fun... Not fun, but like, I was about to say, no, it's well, serious fun. Shit. No, I think fun and maybe different, like an astrology type of episode for those who are into it and for those that are not. Maybe we'll, you learn something. Exactly. Maybe, maybe after this podcast, you're going to go and see what your karmic debt number is. Or if you have one, you might be lucky and you, you are like the perfect soul. You could be, which means you're just getting yourself ready for the next life. But. For those that want to go down that little spiral, that rabbit hole of Google, like I did, <laughs> you just Google that karmic debt and read about it. And I mean, some of that shit that I read really was like truly eye opening. Like it really made me think. And that's not something that happens a lot on Google because usually it leads to cancer. Stop. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so I thought we'd start this podcast with just kind of going over our astrology signs, our Com- now you have me compatibility compatibility see you had me almost saying what did you say earlier i don't know but it wasn't even <laughs> i know i mean it would have been good to hear you say it because then i would be like oh shit let's just let it ride you said see. capability there you that's go that's what i was trying to say i was like whoa that's wrong we're gonna check our capabilities guys <laughs> compatible Com- now I can't say it. Don't you even messed worry about me it. up. Oh Compatibility. My Compatibility. Done. Move on. Jesus, you know I have speech problems and you insist on messing me it's up. It's all the day drinking. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so. Oh, we were going to start with my sign, right? Yes, because so, you're the lady. I am a cancer. Birthday is July 12. I think cancer is the best sign out there. Well, I think of course, it's, that's that's how you know you're a cancer. <laughs> I think it's a mixture of good and bad. And anyways, I'd, go. I'd figure I'd read a little bit about it. Handle it. Um, so cancer, the moon child, uh, usually has a very conservative, conservative and home-loving nature. Like its mascot, the crab, cancer often likes to hide in its shell, finding inner comfort at home and making its house its most beloved fortress. Cancer, cancerians, cancer. It's just basically saying more as more than one. Are very protective of their loved ones. They can be both shy and outgoing. They are very strong-willed, and they like to get everything done in their own way. Mm-hmm. Cancers need to learn to balance their emotions because they often tend to be overly sensitive and moody because they feel everything very deeply. Mm-hmm. So far, do you agree with that? Yeah, when you said crabs, I started thinking about Ryan when he was in the fucking ocean. You didn't see him when he's doing that? When we went to the beach with the family, Crystal Beach? 
You're talking about two years ago? Yeah. Holy shit. He was he was doing the crab walk in the water. That's what made me think when you're talking about you're the crab, your animal's a crab. Yeah, that describes My you. sign, me describing you, made you think of someone else. <laughs> no, that actually does sound you like you a lot. Like you Were you even paying attention to me? Yes, absolutely. Aww. Talking about how you like to take up for your loved ones and you're in a shell and your feelings. Yes, I was listening. It was just in that one instant you said crab, it made me think of something. But then I was you have my full attention, babe. Promise. Okay. You're a cancer and we're not starting off very well, but It'd be alright. It's probably gonna be something you read about me anyways. <laughs> um So yeah, I I think that kinda That pretty much hit it on the, the head, the, the nail of the head with the hammer and the stuff and yeah. the wood. Says cancers is probably one of the most devoted to family and family like relationships. I think I am. I mean, yeah, you won't let me go. So, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I always try to make family a thing. It doesn't always. It doesn't always pan out. You know what? I'm a big family person. Oh, you know what? I'm not. We're not we, doing that. We tried to not go this direction and it's just I like know, it takes it's me. pulling you because it's like Ugh. fuck Any, anyway anyways family is a, a hard topic family is huge for you that is for sure yes and i think most of the time on my end as far as like yeah you're always doing the most and everyone else is doing the less Yeah. No es para ti, yo sí, o ya ne. Oh, shit. Uh, Google is going to blow up on I that one. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um, For the record, yes, I know what she said. <laughs> uh, continuing. Um, it says... Although there may be a lot of emotional drama when there's a moon child in the family, mm -hmm. this person is usually someone that everyone turns to for a soft touch or a kind encouragement. Um, as a parent, cancer is loving and devoted. The parents of a moon child, the parents of a moon of a moon child children, are devoted to the moon, are loved to the moon and back by them. As a sibling, these kids are often the mediators, smoothing over conflicts and bringing everyone together. I don't know that I'm that. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be spot on because that yeah. right there just seems like someone's own research. Yeah. Um, says uh, Moonchild loves deeply and forever, sensitive and sweet. This is someone who usually remembers every birthday, every anniversary and every special occasion of any kind. I'm sorry, but I've remembered. I I said nothing. But your eyes say otherwise. Nobody can see my eyes but you. What haven't I remembered? I mean, we did start this whole podcast thing with a conversation of whether I was a Virgo or a Libra. Because I don't, I can't remember your astrology but sign. I mean, I don't even remember the kids. That's fine. That's fine. That's not a special occasion, a birthday but or an anniversary. Anniversaries have been a little bit of At a, the very beginning. So now you got it down? Yes. What's our anniversary? June 14th. June 14th what? 
2014, and it's June 16th. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> Moving on. It's June 16, 2014. You, you, hey, it's your world. I'm just passing through. Pretty sure. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we got married in June. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. You know what? The, I think anniversaries should just remove the day. And it should just be the whole fucking month, because then you can't never get it wrong. Uh, June 2014, that's our anniversary. But, no, it's not 14. Is it the 14? I said June 2014. Oh, I, th- I thought you said 14. I was like, no, I not 14. No, 2014. It's the 16th. Pretty sure. Um, it says, Cancer is loyal, loving, and sensitive to the needs of a significant other, but can be quite shy when it comes to public displays of affection. Yes, indeedy. <laughs> It may take a while for the cancer to decide to marry, but once it happens, it is usually for life. No, it was pretty quick. I got hooked, line, and sinkered. No, you didn't. I hit you with that Rico Rico Suave game out the gate. I dragged you. (laughs) Where would he go? To get married. Wow. I was the one that called the guy and said, hey, bro. But I think it's because I don't know if you thought I was being serious or not. Hey, it doesn't matter now. We're a decade in. Did you think I was serious? I mean, we got married, didn't we? But at, like, we got the marriage license. Like, we talked about it, right? We didn't have anything planned. I knew you were serious once we did the whole license thing. Because that that was the process. Like, we had to go there and tell those people that we weren't cousins. (laughs) Because I didn't know how to shut up and stop saying, Yeah, that's my cousin. I want to fucking marry her. So, that was how I knew. Yeah, she's down with it. But did you know we were going to do it in Corpus? Not until that moment when you were like, let's do it. I said, do what? And we just said, oh, fuck it. Let's do it. I made some calls and it happened. That's too funny. The next day with your sisters and Ashlyn on the beach. Yeah. The only regret I have of it is not taking more pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we took pictures at the gas station for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but a fucking window said just married on a minivan. Oh, talk about. Bro, I don't miss trips in that minivan. Oh, at me all. neither. I don't fucking miss it. Like driving it, the last time I drove it, I was like, this fucking thing's going to fall apart. How did we make it to Corpus Christi in this thing on one piece? For real. I don't miss it. That is too funny. Good memories, though. Because we went to Corpus Christi, Port Aransas. Then we drove to San Antonio, stayed there for a couple yeah, of days. Yeah, we did a lot of fucking shit. I know. And it was just one kid. But I think that's because it was simpler. You know, <sighs> you have one kid. You had my sisters, but they were adults at that yeah, time. Yeah, they were able to yeah. change their own diapers and <laughs> shit. Like, they were good. So it's like, it's just... Now it's like you have to make sure you have to plan months and years ahead. I wouldn't say that. You we... have to make thirty stops. Yeah, that I think that's what gets us. You have to make sure that everyone's got unlimited battery on whatever <laughs> fucking device they're trying to use. You got to make sure they have enough elbow space and they're not touching each oh other. Oh my gosh! What the shit, man! It just never ends. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, we got... Hey, that's part of this podcast. Distracted. We go on tangents and we don't care. Um, Last part here. Uh, so, cancers are often highly financially motivated <clears throat> and quite adept at maintaining a budget <clears throat> and getting ahead with savings. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I had something in my throat. Yeah, you got a bunch of <laughs> bullshit in your throat. You better fucking clear it out real fast. Um, what the hell? 
hint, hint, there was a conversation about money and savings earlier in the night. I don't recall. Um, See, the Moonchild's career is very important because it is a way to achieve the security they yearn for financially and personally. I think that that's accurate for me. You want me to be your bodyguard? No, I meant like my job is important because that's how I maintain my security and make sure like we're financially stable. That same job you're always bitching about. Can't wait to leave. Doesn't mean that. But it's. It does not mean and, I got you. Yeah. And says. Looking this, forward to chunking the deuce. <laughs> this is a dedicated employee who is trustworthy, hardworking, and eager to please. Mm-hmm. I am trying to get rid of that last eager to please part of myself. I'm. I've always been a strong believer. Do what you get paid for and chunk the deuces after. <clears throat> um. But <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, over the years, I've kind of gotten away from it, but I'm going back to it. Do what you get paid for and chunk the deuces. Just saying. That's it. Do what you get paid for, chunk the deuces. Hashtag act your wage. As long as, wait, let me retract that. As long as you're working for someone else, like, not your own business, then yes. Do what you pay for, chunk the deuces. Now, if it's your own business, your own family business, whatever the case, yeah, put in the hard work, put in the extra hours because those are the only times that you putting that extra time without getting that pay is going to pay off or that acknowledgement, right? Because you don't get anywhere without hard work. So if you're putting in that extra time for your own business, then yes, 100% believe it, do it. But don't do it for someone else. You, They want you to work 40 hours and they pay you for one person's job. You do that one person's job and do it for those 40 hours and chunk the deuces. Like, don't give them more of your time. Don't don't let them know. So yeah, that's my bit on that. So I, think, I think cancer fits me. Perfectly. Bunch of damn know-it-all is what it sounds like. Like, perfectly. Perfectly. Let's see what you... Oh, God. You want me to read it or you want to read it? It says I'm an overachiever. (laughs) You want me to read it? No, you're going to have to read it because the parts that you read on yours, I'm sure you'll be able to see on that one and you can leave out all the bullshit. Okay. Um, So I read the first part completely, so I'll do the same here. All right. Uh, So Scorpio is one of the most profound and outwardly impressive signs of the zodiac with the very intense emotional energy that makes them send out stand out among peers their personalities are truly magnetic yet they can be volatile and unpredictable at times like a volcano but that's only because they experience deep passion like their namesake the scorpion boom stop like a a volcano scorpios have sharp powers of self-defense and when they feel cornered they will lash out Sometimes they get carried away with their overwhelming feelings. Just like the mythological phoenix, they burn themselves down and they revive from ashes. Holy shit. Scorpio is known for having a very strong imagination and keen intuition. To avoid a tendency toward jealousy, people of this sign need to remind themselves how much they have to offer. Um, So Scorpio people have a... I wonder why they didn't say scorpions. Like on mine, they were trying to say cancer, something like that. Scorpio people. 
that's weird um have a strong consistent and long and lasting commitment to family that includes longtime friends who become like members of the family Ooh. i know i was about to say that's not you at all even though Scorpio may not see family members on a frequent basis, they can always get back on track. Ugh, sorry, track quickly and make it seem like no time has lapsed. Um, Scorpio people are strong, independent, and as a parent, those traits set an excellent, excellent example for children. Um, when they are children themselves, though, those same traits may drive their own parents crazy. So I'm a role model, but I'm not a role model. <laughs> Um, it says in sibling relationships, Scorpio people make great confidants because they know how to keep a secret. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> the gears are rolling. I think you can keep a secret, but you can't lie. Well, yeah. So you try. Think about it. Like, if you don't know anything about the secret, I wouldn't have any reason to be a horrible liar about it you would have to know something about the secret to have my no my giveaway you just you have a tell and it's it's not like a face tell it's not like a, a tail sticking out of my butt yeah it's it's like honestly it's gonna sound weird but it's your aura it's it's you yourself like you give this energy like i'm hiding shit type of thing but, or I know something you don't know type of shit. But not with a secret. Yeah, with the secret. So when you're trying to keep stuff from me, mm -hmm. it's like you put off this energy that I can pick up. And I instantly know you're like hiding something, lying, trying to be sneaky. That's just because we've been together too long. <laughs> no. That's what it is. <laughs> um, let's see. It says it may be hard to win the heart of a Scorpio, but once you do, you have someone you can count on for life. <clears throat> That's something in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says people of the sign feel deep, deeply, sorry, love passionately, and when someone does them wrong, it can be hard or more likely impossible to get back into their good graces. Hell yeah, fuck them bitches. Um, Scorpio people for life. They are very affectionate, giving and giving lovers who believe in keeping the fire in a relationship. Oh, yeah. So, so if you have a Scorpio lover, get ready for life of passion and excitement. Life. Every fucking day <laughs> of passion and excitement. Um, what did I used to say? I'm a blast in a can. You just got to pop my top. Um. So yeah, this next sentence you're going to find funny because I think we brought it up <laughs> in that um podcast that we did with my sister it says when it comes to money and career there is no deterring a scorpio from meeting a goal nope that's why i'm an overachiever uh, oh you want to hang out 20 30 minutes after work and talk let's fucking talk yeah forget my wife who's at home with her kids just got off of work let her deal with everything else i mean i just got off work too and i mean i don't know bro i'm gonna start I'm going to start trying to chunk the deuce at about 505, 510. <laughs> I won't let it linger that much long. <laughs> hey, at least I'm trying. Small strides are strides nonetheless. Oh, it's so funny because we had this conversation right before, before you started. Before I started the new job. And I said, this job, we're going to treat it differently. 
And I was. But then you were. I see an opportunity where I could. Hey, and that's I'm, all it is. And I'm not saying not to take that opportunity. You know what? If you have a chance, go for it. I'm not saying not to. No, I know you're not. But I mean, I feel like, you know, this is the types of things that they'll look for. But how you saw the last. Most of these people, they chunk the deuces at their end time. Even the supervisors do. Like, even the supervisors at my job. That's why I'm just like, bro, if they're leaving at 4 o'clock on the dot, like, no later, like, no nothing, then, and they're getting paid salary. Like, I know it's different because, oh, they don't get OT time or whatever, but it's like, does that mean I have? No. It's five o'clock? Bye. Like, bye. No. No. Sorry. That, I guess that's just different. Um, says, let's see. Scorpios are excellent, excellent at sticking to a budget. No, they're not. They aren't afraid of working hard to achieve the financial status they seek. Yes and no. Okay. I think that fits you to a point. They have strong management skills. I I agree. I don't know. Are you really a Scorpio? The fuck? I don't know that this matched you up very well. Maybe you are. Hmm. Maybe you are. Maybe I'm a great liar and a good secret keeper. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Okay, let's read our compatibility. <laughs> um, Cancer and Scorpio have an intrinsic, intrinsic quality that brings them together. Both of you are caring, emotional, and sensitive. However, Scorpio has other ways of showing their love. Scorpio normally demands more attention than give in return. The sensitivity that you show to your Scorpio may not be enough. Your partner can get somewhat possessive. As long as Scorpio is able to control their urge to dominate the relationship, things will take a good turn. Let me dominate and we're going to take a great turn. Straight into homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a realist. Funny. I'm a realist. Um says there is some discrepancy in the romance aspect. Scorpio is more driven by sensual desires, while Cancer needs for a relationship to be more than just physical. Bro, if that ain't the fucking... Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Scorpio also has a measure of emotional intensity. intensity. Wow. Intestines. Jeez. Oh, Which remains hidden deep inside. You should be aware of Scorpio's secretive nature. And therefore restrain from meddling in his or her affairs. Stay out of my affairs. No, I can't do it. Stay out of my secrets. I can't. Stay out of my secrets I, in my head. I think. <laughs> Stay out. I think that's just part of me. Nosiness. And, Nosy Rosie. In order to gain approval of Scorpio, you should ensure that money matters are handled with much care. See? Um, you need. What? In order to gain approval of Scorpio. I think that's opposite. Um, you need someone who is protective and Scorpio fits this description perfectly. I'll slap a bitch. You, on the other hand, are content with offering your affection to the other party. You are one to provide a calming effect when times get a little rough. Well, 
I, I text you, hey, talk me down because I'm about to knock this motherfucker out. So, uh, yeah. So this relationship could easily lead to a strong marriage bond. Well, I mean, that's probably accurate because we are married and I'm strong and you have a bond. Yeah. Strong married bond. Done. Let's do it. I'll slap a bitch, though. So that was with me putting Cancer first and Scorpio second. Oh, so now you're going to switch her up. Yeah, I'm going to switch her up and see what it says. So does it say which should go? Like, should it be man into woman? No. Just, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to read it opposite. So Scorpio first, Cancer second. Scorpio and Cancer are both water elements, and this makes it easier for the two of you to get along. The relationship between Scorpio and Cancer is comfortable since neither of you have to impress the other. The attraction between the two of you is mutual and the relationship is one of the best Scorpio could have with any other sign. You have the same traits as Cancer does. Both of you are caring, emotional, and sensitive. However, when it comes to love, you would feel that you give much more than you receive. Really? I'm just listening. Dang. Like, you're, you're reading it. Cancer is very adaptable and can cope with some of the characteristics of Scorpio that are not very pleasant, such as oppressiveness and possessiveness. However, you should be more considerate and avoid taking advantage of Cancer. Yeah, stop taking advantage of me. (laughs) Well, damn, that turned into a Jerry Springer episode real fast. Um, You are naturally driven by passion, whereas Cancer yearns for emotional attachment before they can show their passion. And despite some of the traits of Scorpio they us- that usually put people off, Cancer tends to tolerate them no matter what. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, yeah. Cancer has a great connection with Scorpio on a whole different level, which makes them endearing to Scorpio. It also enables you to open up. The relationship between the two of you may last a lifetime. Aww. Aww. <laughs> I knew that was fucking coming. <laughs> Aww. So according to astrology, we, we're uh, good. We're a good match. Yeah, we're a good guy. We're a good match. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I guess all the day drinking's worth it. Why do you make me sound like an alcoholic? It's just funny, and the way I said it just now, it's like we're day drinkers. Like we sit out on our termite-infested deck that's falling apart, <laughs> on our fucking chairs that are falling apart. With a cardboard box table. Oh my god. And we're just fucking taking fireball shots all night. You're gonna... Because it's fireball weekend. Hope you're ready. We're gonna have a fireball weekend. What's next? So now I figured we'd go into the karmic debt. Karmic debt. See how much we owe. So I'm gonna read a little bit of what karmic debt is based off of mindbodygreen.com. Mm, shout out it's an article it's what actually what actually is karmic debt and how can you how can you know if you have it i don't know if that made Wait, a lot of sense are we getting paid for this no then why the fuck would you shout out the so in case anybody no. wants to look it up they can find their own on google um okay it says karmic debt describes something that occurred in a past life that you're now making amends for in this lifetime um It says, uh, when you haven't mastered a karmic debt, it'll repeat itself over and over until you master it. I'm just skipping through this article, getting the, the points. That's why it might not make a lot of sense. But um, 
says a karmic debt doesn't mean need to mean the end of the world most of us have karma but holding fear and shame around it isn't condu conducive to mm -hmm. growth mm -hmm. um instead there are many fulfilling ways we can go about repaying our balance or balancing these debts um so let's see so basically when you find yourself in like a bit of a loop yeah. Of the same thing happening over and over again. That basically is them saying that you haven't learned your lesson, essentially. Right. Therefore, you're still going to continue that vicious cycle. Right. So I think this plays a lot into like people that are like in these relationships where they're when, just. Yeah. When they keep going back or. Yeah. They have all that shit that they talk, but then they're still with them or they move in with them or whatever the fucking case may be. Or job. Well, I don't know about job. But no, I think jobs is a hard one. I think it's more of people. Yeah, or you find yourself in the same situation over and over, like, oh, I need to do this to make my life better, but then you do the opposite over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I need to pay off my debt, stop spending money on blah blah blah, but you're still doing it. Like, or... like it's like you have those oh shit moments. Like here I am again, up shit creek without yeah. a paddle. It's like, okay, those those when you take those moments and you got to sit back and think like, wait a minute, I've been here before. Yeah. I, I need to do something differently. And then at that moment and those times when you realize that, you begin to pay back your karmic debt and essentially get you a clean slate to just get you smooth sailing. <laughs> You're on a sailboat at that point. You don't need a fucking oar. No mm -hmm. shit creek. You got wind at your back and you cruising just out. Gone. Um, so the karmic numbers mm -hmm. are 13, 14, 16, and 19. How you get to the number is... Uh, take some notes, people. There's some math coming up. Um, so there's a calculator you can use. Um, I've used the one on 7thlifepath.com. But we prefer pen and paper. So get your pen and paper out and do some math. I'm not doing... Oh, no, I was going to have you tell them how to do the math problem. Make them write it down. Okay, no free on. calculators for them. We're not getting paid. It's free broadcast. Let me, let me do... Alright, the little tapping you're going to hear in the back is her nails on her phone. So you know she's doing it. So basically you add your numbers for your birthday. So for example, my birthday is 7-12-1992. So for my birth month, it'll be 7. For my birthday, I'll add 1 and 2, which is 3. For my birth year, I'll add 1... 992 which gives me 21 and then you add 2 and 1 together to get 3. So my my number ends up being 13, which is a karmic debt number. How the fuck did you get 13? So your birth month? Well, no, I got that. So okay. you got 7 and then you got 12 because you had to have 12. And then all your 1992 equals 21. What, but where no, did the 3 come from? Right, it's 3. So you get 12 because that's the date, but you have to add those numbers together. Oh, those numbers. And then if you add 21 together, you get 3 again. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Boo. Um, and then it says, my life path number is 4 and I have a karmic debt number of 13. Um, so what that means, let me pull it up, sorry. So it says life path number four is a sturdy and focused number. And the 
13 karmic debt number indicates that there is likely to be a constant and steady stream of unforeseeable and unavoidable hurdles and stumbling blocks, which can leave you with feelings of frustration, irritation, defeat, and desperation. Be wary of giving up too soon, of becoming complacent, lazy, and pessimistic. Often the harder the challenge, the greater the reward. And so there is much potential, and so there is much potential for great success here. You simply have to work harder and strive forward with focus and determination to reach your goals. Um. Oopsies. Row, row. I backed out of it. Broke it. Um, here we go. Gotta get this dead air under control. <laughs> QA's gonna knock us. I know. Gotta get us bad points. Let me do. So, mine basically. I'm a pessimist. I thought it was saying to stop being pessimistic. Right. Okay. It says that I, so like I give up too soon. I become complacent, lazy, or pessimistic. Gotcha. So that is what I have to work on. And I think that fits me. Yeah. I mean, without, without sounding like a douche or a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I've always been like that, which I guess is where the, the repetition comes in, too. That's where that karmic debt is like, hey. Like, I don't know that I would call myself lazy, but I... I, I mean, you're just like anybody else, though. You have your moments. You have your times where you're just yeah. like, I don't want to do dick. It, I guess it's more of those, like... It says, like, you'll likely be... there be a constant stream of unforeseeable, unavoidable hurdles. And it's like... The internet. <laughs> see, when I get that... When that stuff happens, it's like, oh, my God. Here we go again. I don't I don't want to do this. Like, is there anything else that could go wrong? And yeah. yeah. I feel you on that one, dog. Yeah, like it's just like, man, F this. I don't want to do this no more. Um Well, nobody does, not even Lemony Snicket. <laughs> That's a... Let me do yours. Alright, what's the math again? So 10 is 1, 26 is 8, 1985 is 13, Let's see if you got it right. 14, 14 plus 9 is 23, so 23 and 8. So what'd you, what was your number? 23 and 8, so 5 and 8. No. So your birth month becomes one. Oh, I forgot the one. It's single numbers. Wait, I said that. I said eight oh. and five. Eight I and... said that. So how did you get twenty three? I don't know. Oh, the nineteen eighty five is twenty three. But then you have to add that. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh. I got eight and five, babe. So what was the number you got? As far as what? Because twenty six is at my eight, and then nineteen eighty five is my three. Or my five. So your number's fourteen. So you have so how do you get the fourteen? By adding the eight, one, five, one eight and five. Okay, so the numbers you get in your birth month. Okay. Yeah. I didn't get that far. Oh okay. But I got the eight and five. Okay. So you're fourteen with the life path of five. 
Uh, it says life path number five is a dynamic and energetic number. The 14 karmic debt number indicates there is some payback to be had for the excesses of your previous birth cycle. You will likely be faced with many unforeseen twists and complications in changing situations that you will constantly have to adapt and adjust to. Be wary of losing focus and stability, of falling and giving into the temptations around you. As long as you remain adaptable and committed to your goals with clarity and faithfulness, you have the potential to experience the world to its fullest. How the fuck does it just sound like they're talking about a cheater? <laughs> like, all I heard was temptations, well, and it's just like, whoa. I think what it's saying is, like, like don't lose focus on what your what your goal is. So, let's say, our like, our goal was to buy a house this year, right? Yeah. But I think along the way... I was... There was temptations? I think we both had a lot of like without sounding like a dick or an asshole well, there you go <laughs> say it talking my language it's like there was a lot of times where we were trying to save up and save up and it's like you're like oh shiny thing i want that oh yeah yeah and it's Blame like me. that's cool that's not like a dick or a douche <laughs> but i think no, that was I just an you. example. I got you. It so I sense. think it's like not temptations like a girl. Jeez, thanks for taking it there. I didn't there. mean it like that. I'm just saying like when you're just listening to the wording of it. Yeah. Well, I think it's just talking about like whatever your goal is, whatever the opposite of that would be, like don't fall for so it. So basically stop buying shit because that's my love language apparently. Don't buy shit. We should do a love language <laughs> one. <laughs> Tune in next week on... And then it just is, you know, be adaptable. So, so I need to adapt to all my changes because, man, there's a lot. Yeah. I'm like a chameleon. You just, I just blend in. I think you tried to. I try so hard. It's not easy. But you're like Reese. What the? F you're comparing me to a goddamn four legged animal? You just compared yourself to a chameleon, sir. It's not a, it's a pretty four-legged animal. <laughs> Reese is a little bitch. I I'm think he tries his, his hardest to not be, like, noticeable. And it's like, he's always there. So he'll just dead stop. I'm invisible. <laughs> I think he, because then he'll run in front of you. Like, he just thinks. Like, oh, here I am. <laughs> you didn't see me. I win. Or he'll, like, when he'll sit right behind us when we're, like, cooking or washing dishes. And, like, you turn around and you almost freaking kill him you know what i think he's just dumb okay i think that's what it is i, I think don't he's, know i think he's like partially half blind no and he can't see us i'm gonna just say it no i think no i think you're talking about ray ray's just stupid <laughs> for those of you that don't know my door is fucking closed because this heifer wants to come up in here at 3 30 in the morning <laughs> and get on my fucking chest talking about I will throw you across this room. So I look at her at 3.30. I'm like, look, just go to sleep. And she stopped me out. I'm like, cool, let's go to sleep. And then she started meowing again. As she got up off of me. And I'm like, well, well, I might as well get up and start my day. And it's 3 fucking 45. I kicked her out this room. I said, you better take your ass and fly away, Dorothy. Oh, Lord. Freaking cat. Shit. The whole episode right there is cats. Stupid asses. Yeah, we have two very needy cats. One's almost always dying. 
There's always something <laughs> wrong or growing inside them. And the other one, she, you don't know what the fuck she's saying, but she don't know how to shut up. Yeah. She's a little talker. <sighs> if anybody sees Caesar, y'all send them our way. Who's Caesar? The pet whisperer. Oh. That's his name. Oh. I think is his name, Caesar. <laughs> If it's not, somebody named Caesar who can talk to pets and don't show up at our door. Oh, that's uh, funny. Not like our internet will work long enough <laughs> to book them, so we got to worry about. Lord. That's sheetrock, okay? You need okay, actual... you know what? Just... It's better hey, than nothing. Where's your dang keychain? Oh, it's right here. Oh, look, we just turned this into a commercial. Knock on wood. Got it. Yes, Paid I'm very... by Zappos.com. What? Very superstitious. Yes, you are. To an extent. Like, I don't follow everything. No, but it's like, you get around certain people, and, you know, just everybody just keeps saying those negative things, and there you are. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Well, you know what? When people are saying things, and you can talk it into existence, like... Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. That's why I'm with you. I knock on wood, too, now. <laughs> It's a whole thing with our family. Shit, it'd be me, you, and then Ashlyn, and the other kids will follow right behind. They don't know why they're knocking, but they're fucking knocking. You just have back to that karma thing and speaking things, and it's all it's all connected. You know, you you say things, you think things, and the next thing you and know, it happens. happens. That's yeah, that's how you know we're in a simulation. No, or you just have to think that that's how powerful we are as beings. One of the powers of the brain we haven't understood yet. Yeah. You can speak it into existence. We're Good gonna, or bad. We're going to win the lottery. What have I told you about that? Oh, I can't speak that into existence? That's greed. And greed is... I'm not trying not, to be greedy. I know, but... I will donate more than half of it away if I won the lottery. Like, yeah, I would donate three-fourths of it away and keep the rest of it for us. That wouldn't even be enough. That's a good counter, though. That's a good attempt at a good counter to put it out in the world. Hey, world, hook a brother up. Yeah, and then you win it, and then you actually have to do it because in that. Comes... I will do it. I will stick to my word because otherwise, that karmic debt is going to shoot up and it's going to be negative towards me while I got that money. I know. I ain't trying to do that. Like, if I say I'm going to donate half of it, I'm going to donate half of it. Donate it to a charity, not family. No, no, no. Fuck family. <laughs> I'm not giving it to family members. Like, no, I'm saying I would donate it to a reputable charity. I mean, I've been, you know, I really dig the uh, the whole veterans one where, you know, they try to get the homeless veterans off the streets. You know, the suicide veterans. I'm all for that. Or maybe something for, uh, for a cancer I'm scared I might get later on in life. I donate to that one so that by the time I get there, it's stop. No, you can't do that either. <laughs> well, I just you, can't win. You can't. You can't donate with the intention of getting something back. That's not a a donation. That's not a heartfelt donation. Okay, so then, just a donation to a charity. Yeah, like St. Jude's or something like that. Yeah. Just here you go. I won the lottery. Here's this much. Don't yeah, you can't anybody. want to have something back. I can't. In get, I can't want to get anything. In yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to be a dick or a douche when I said fuck family, but I don't win the lottery to give it to family. I win the lottery to win the lottery. Anyways, come on, family, take care of.
Yeah, so many of us. Holy shit, it's like we've decided to multiply rapidly, ridiculously, and here But we we're done. Yeah. Yeah, unless so fate, five... unless no, fate decides... No, no. <laughs> Knocking on that wood. No. Alright. Okay. I think we're good, yeah? Yeah. That was a good one. Alright, well then, uh, it's been a while. We'll have to... Try to go for another one here within the next day or so. And... Oh, and just by the way, sure. for everything that we talked about, we are not experts. Oh, no, no. Everything was from fucking dot com. Yeah, we are not experts. This is something we Googled, we looked into, did our own little research on. Um, Actually, right here while we were having this podcast was when the research was had. So... Well, I had already done this research. I had already bookmarked it and stuff. I'm trying to hype you up or whatever. Well, no, I also don't want to come out like, oh, this clueless bee is just I mean, pulling why, stuff out I, her ass. It's another one of those things where I'm not too worried about that because we're talking about us. Yeah, so we if can... we got it wrong, if we got it right, if you think it's bullshit, I mean, everybody has their own opinion. Yep. Don't come at us for nothing or another. Yeah, don't hit the player, hit the game. Um, Google.com is your friend. <laughs> Um, karmic, There's, karmic debt is, is an actual thing. You know, you don't have to believe in it. Some, some do, no, some don't. Exactly. But, you don't have to believe in astrology. Nope. Some do, some don't. You know, to each his own at that point. Yeah. I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there. Go find print. <laughs> find print. At yeah. the bottom of the contract after 612 <laughs> pages. And then after that is a double asterisk where you're like, hey, and then a triple asterisk. All right, well, we're going to get out okay. of here. I'm going to try to aim for another one here within the next day or so. Try to keep this thing rolling again. Internet seems to have possibly gotten better. Today was a good day with it. We'll find out some more tomorrow. And then, yeah, we'll go from there. So, uh, until next time. Toodles. Hasta luego.